I think, uh, you know, gratitude, our life begins from gratitude. So if we have just only one thing constantly, I think many things, many blessings will come. The gratitude is really, this is one of the self-denial. You know, when, when any kind of a situation, when you are grateful, that is a self-denial. Always Satan is brainwashed through the negative thinking. 안녕하세요. Good morning. Good morning. My dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까. Time flies so fast. Already Saturday, right? Wow. Today I'd like to talk about tasks to fulfill for the secure settlement of Chon Ilgu from True Mother's uh, Anthology Book 1. Let's start it. Task to fulfill for the secure settlement of Chanukuk. What I always say is that we need to unite. The first, second, and third generations all need to become one, centering on the vertical standard. During our time on earth, we each must fulfill our given responsibility. We all need to carry out the responsibility we have to the heavenly parent as his true children. Such is the position you are in. For you first generation members, the time remaining to you is shorter than the time you have lived. Your dream is to go into the presence of the heavenly parent, isn't it? What is the heavenly parent's wish? It is the kingdom of heaven on earth and humanity living as one great family. Along the path headed toward that goal, there must be no obstacles. I have said that you stand in a blessed position for you are eligible to become noble families. Your families cannot become noble families at any time, anywhere. In this age, the age of Chanukuk, a noble family is one whose first, second, and third generations have continued to fulfill their duties of filial piety and loyalty to the heavenly parent and true parents, generation after generations, as citizens of Chanukuk. I am sure there are many among you who should reflect upon this with your hand on your heart and feel remorseful. I am the true parent of the 7.3 billion human beings on earth, and only the people who fulfill their responsibility are the true children of true parents. There are no side paths or shortcuts along the way. Doesn't it say so in the Bible? The children I gather will be the wheat, not the chaff. It is true that General MacArthur performed a wonderful feat in the Battle of Inchon. However, before he could do so, he had to receive help from a special unit because he did not know about the geography of Korea or the situation at that time. Thanks to the members of that special unit, General MacArthur was able to land at Incheon. You should do your absolute best for the settlement of Chanukuk with the spirit like a member of a special unit. Yes. Through Mother told all our blessed families to become 
noble families. However, to become noble families, you need to, to you need to you need uh, two conditions. First, while true mother is in the physical world, we must fulfill our duties of the filial piety and loyalty to heavenly parents. Secondly, after receiving the blessing, expand to three generations, and those who children should all receive the blessing and form a line of a first, second, and third generation and fulfill their duties of the filial piety and loyalty to the heavenly parents and true parents. So true mother talking about the noble family, I think uh, that means, you know, first generation, second generation, until third generation, they need to keep absolute purity, keeping God's blood lineage. Secondly, mother saying that all three generations directly involve the God's current providence. So if you show that kind of the standard and plus all three generations fulfill Chanbo mission, through mother said, I give you title, you are noble family. That is uh, our true mother's uh, about the concept of the royal family. And if even if our children have <clears throat> problems and do not currently have faith, do not give up and return again by constantly giving Johnson. Even though you have your, your, your children have some problems, yeah? but you know, even mother also saying, even father was saying that, according to my experience, most important is to not give up. Even if our children are married, married to worldly people, our parents must first repent and make a firm resolution to bring them to God and to parents. True love does not contain the content of giving up. You and me, must be, must be determined. We need to pray like this. Heavenly parents, I will pay any indemnity for my children. Anything I can pay for my children, if there is a condition, my children come back to God's person. We need to have that kind of mindset and determination and with our really deep repentance. So we have to pray and cry out to God with the tears to open the way for our children come back. Do not judge our children. <clears throat> we don't have a qualification to judge our second generation, third generation, those who left church or have distance from God. All of us, the first generation, including my own self, are the problem. It happened because we did not properly educate them and uh, set on example for them. I believe that if you and me, you and I sincerely repent and shed tears and really we change our own self, even improving the relationship between husband and wife, then there is an opportunity our children surely will come back. The way our younger generation to come back will surely be open, my brothers and sisters. That's why do not simply judge our second generation who 
left or have a far relationship from God and true parents, we need to repent ourselves. That the problem of the root come from first generation. That's why I don't want to blame any second generation to have some problems. The more I see that kind of situation, I always feel I am the one who repent because I'm the main leader. I did not give a proper education. I did not raise, raise up properly them. That is my problem. I'm the continental director. And now I need to take care of so many younger generation, but I could not fulfill my personal responsibility to take care of them. That is my problem. That is our first generation problem, actually. My brother says it's through repentance. They will, they will come back. We need to repent ourselves. I think this is the most important realization. Do not judge simply. You know, they are not, they are nothing wrong. We are the one who wrong as a first generation. Do not award, you know, accuse, uh, do not uh, excuse that because I involved the front line, this and that, I my job was busy here and that. Then who responsible for our second generation, third generation? We really need to repent as a first generation. I'm the I'm the most senior senior person because as a main leader, how much I pay attention to our second generation, third generation. Until now, I go everywhere as a leader. How much I pay attention to raise up our second generation, third generation? Actually, the most of the problem is my problem. We need to think that way. A living divine principle, a realm of God's direct dominion, let's start. Realm of direct dominion. What is the realm of God's direct dominion? Human beings abide in the realm of direct dominion when, as subject partners and object partners, they unite in the love of God to form a four-position foundation and become one in heart with God. In this realm, they freely and fully share love and beauty according to the will of the subject partner, thus realizing the purpose of goodness. The realm of direct dominion and the realm of is the realm of perfection. What is the meaning of God's direct dominion over human beings? Once Adam and Eve had perfected themselves as individuals centered on God, they were to live together as one, forming the four position foundation in their family. Living in oneness with God's heart, they would have led a life of goodness, sharing the fullness of love and beauty with Adam as the head of the family. What will the world be like when the natural world abides under the direct dominion of human beings? When a fully mature person relates with the diverse things in nature as his object partners, they come together to form a four position foundation. People who are in total resonance with God's heart will lead the natural world in the free flowing sharing of love and beauty, and the entire universe will realize goodness. In such a manner, human beings will exercise direct dominion over all things. Let's study Father's work. The way to make the realms of God's direct and indirect dominions into one. I have told you that with a standard that is connected with true parental love in the realm of dominion through the principle 
and the realm of God's direct dominion, there is a bridge that connects the physical world and the spirit world. As our principle says, God created two separate realms of God's indirect dominion and God's direct dominion. How can you make them into one? That is possible only through real, true love. The point when they become one is the point when Adam and Eve become mature. When that happens, horizontal true love automatically arises. If the portion of responsibility is completed, it establishes a relationship of love in the realm of God's indirect dominion. Here, vertical and horizontal love connect. Through this vertical and horizontal love, the relationship of God's lineage arises. That lineage, which resulted from the vertical and horizontal love based on God's true love, cannot be invaded by Satan. It has nothing to do with Satan. You should receive the traditional lineage that is completely grounded in the pure love of God. Yes, thank you. If the portion of responsibility is completed, you will go beyond the realm of indirect dominion and enter the realm of direct dominion. The bone of love will be formed and there God's lineage arise. Therefore, in order to leave behind God's lineage and multiply it, the most important task we have to accomplish in the realm of indirect dominion is protecting absolute purity. The most important thing among God and true parents' traditions is protecting God's blood lineage. Adam and Eve's first night is the changing you know, of the fallen lineage and, and the beginning of God's lineage. Actually, most serious issues lineage issue, lineage. That's why my dear brothers and sisters, I really keep on telling my children and keep on also you know, ask uh, the, my children to educate their own children, keeping God's pure blood lineage. Why God suffer so much? Because he lost his lineage. We inherited satanic blood lineage, which is a servant's blood lineage. And then receiving a blessing means what? We change blood lineage to God's blood lineage from satanic blood lineage. So this is really important. And then when we're receiving the blessing, an incredible God's grace. However, could not protect our children. Our children lost God's lineage again. This is the most sorrowful things, actually. You know, why it took a long time to rescue a human being? Because of lineage. Lineage. Receiving blessing means I, we change our blood lineage to God's loyal family lineage from satanic blood lineage. Wow, I even know I emphasizing again and again, still not enough because of a lineage. God suffers so much. That's why, in order for us to change from fallen blood lineage to God's lineage, we must change, you know, 
and our own thinking, our own concept, or even our ownership, and then changing the lineage and finally change our heart. Today's youth ministry, the, the development of the church and standards for the principles of leadership and the level of heart. So let's just study. The reason the church cannot develop is because there are no tears. According to True Father's words, the reason the church cannot develop is because the minister in charge and the central members do not have tears. It is because they are not living completely soaked in the word. Father Moon's word. When you pray at dawn, the floor under you should never be dry, but constantly wet with tears. If you have sent your children out into the world, how can you just live with an easygoing mind? Your tears for them are your love for them. Love and tears are actually the same thing. Do you understand? A patriot is someone in whose life tears for his nation have the priority. When a patriot looks at his people, he sheds tears. Tears are the first thing that come when a filial son or daughter thinks of his or her parents. Tears fall. Yes. As a peacemakers, when we do something for our nation, we need to think our poor or miserable people and shed a lot of tears and pray for my people, then you are real patriot. You know, whenever I take a meal every time, and I always even, I pray even shortly, those who cannot eat food properly because of not enough of food. So many people are dying in the world because of starvation. Wow, if I can share my food to them now, even I can share one or two guys together, how much happy I am. So God is a parent of all mankind. When our true parents, heavenly parents, think about his children, someone, many people are dying because of starvation. How much God's heart is painful. That's why before you having a meal, when you need to think that kind of poor or miserable people and shed a lot of tears. And that God really will remember you. That's why, how can we treat all mankind as my own family, as all my brothers and sisters? This kind of thing, not just only concept, need to come out from our heart and mind. And also, whenever I have breakfast and lunch, whenever I have a meal, always need to think about our true parents, true fathers, the life in Hengnam prison. You know, don't have much food, very handful, very, 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 you know, how to say, uh, not really not enough food, lack of food. In such a situation, if I have a chance to serve for Father, I share this food for our true parents, how much happy I am. I already think about that way. That's why whenever I, whenever I have a meal, always 
really automatically tears come down. Think about poor people in the world, in Africa, in India, in many ways. So I think God is the parent. You know, he has a tech kind of you know, mindset how to save them. Have you ever shed tears for your people? Have you ever shed tears for your nation? When you pray at dawn, the floor under you should never be dry, but constantly wet with tears. Father said, who is the filial son and daughter? A man who weeps for his parents. Who is your patriot? A person who shed tears for the sake of, for the, sake of the country. Who is Jesus a saint? Because he shed tears for the world and mankind and God. So I often pray to God like this. Heavenly parents, don't let the tears dry out of my eyes every time I think and pray for you. Whenever I think and pray for true parents, help me so that tears do not dry out in my eyes. Keep tears from my eyes as I think and pray for mankind. How much I love people is, how much I shed tears for them. Early morning prayer is a time to shed tears. And then think about God. And then think about our true parents. Think about all mankind, those who are really suffering because of lack of food, because of other things, you know. So we, we, we are now living in such, such a kind of a satanic world. Without our tears, we cannot go forward. That's why Father saying that. How much I love people is how much I shed tears for them. Wow, Father is really man of tears. Man of tears. He's the one who always dealing with reality, with all mankind. That's why I think no one can judge Father because he's the one who shed tears for our blessed family, for the sake of the nation, and for the sake of the world. Always cry out for, the, for, for God's suffering. How can we resemble our Father's heart? I really admire. I always think that He's really filial son. He's really filial son toward God, and also really he's a real true parent. How much he love all mankind because he shed tears so much for all mankind, shedding tears for you and me and for all the blessed families. That's why he has really enough qualification to become true parents. Next content. Standards for the principles of leadership and the level of heart. 30 years ago in Korea, there was one famous pastor of a church who only spoke of the Bible. At first, 
Many did not know that he was a doctor of divinity. Since he lived wearing traditional Korean clothes and very modest attire, they did not know that he came after studying in America. However, one day, his former classmates were visiting Korea from America and giving a sermon, and his church members were very surprised to see him interpreting in English. The pastor only talked about the Bible on the pulpit. He never talked about the theology he has learned. He treated the Bible as supreme. The pastor said that theology was something he learned for himself, not for the church members. Also, since the only textbook given to the members was the Bible, he only used content from the Bible and conveyed the word with much authority. Even though he was a doctor of divinity, he seemed like someone who only knew the Bible. What about our true parents? We only know about Adam and Eve, Abraham, Jesus, Cain and Abel, and the divine principle. In order to prove just how precious the principle is, our ministers just use Bible passages as reference. Proving the Bible is not an important purpose. In the Bible, God's circumstances are revealed in metaphors and symbols. However, when we use the Bible to talk about any theologian's words or words about theology, we are polluting our principles. It will depreciate in value. There cannot be anything above true parents' words. The principle and true parents' words are the greatest, most precious truth. Therefore, only when we are intoxicated with true parents' words can heaven relate to and work in a person's heart. The ability to observe will improve only when the words of true parents are felt artistically and spiritual eyes are opened. So when you look at people, you have to be able to pretend to see them. You have to have an intuition that that person must have a lot of habits and that that person has a lot of know-how. When you look at that person's physiognomy, face reading, you should get a feeling because physi physiognomy resembles that person's internal nature. That is why physiognomy is that person's book of life. With what do you know the other person? If you look with the heart of the word, you will get a feeling. If you have the heart of the word, people with a lower level of heart than you will come to you. Yes. Just as the pastors of established churches mainly convey God's word centering on the Bible. In the complete testament age and era of the Chanilgu, through parents' words, must become the center. While living in the era of the Chanilgu, if the word of the Bible become the center rather than principle and true parents of word, or retrogressing the age. But that does not mean ignoring the Bible. In our mission in the age today, we have to focus on conveying God's heart and circumstances and will centering on true parents' word and convey who true parents are. 
If we directly convey true parents' word, there is a, the greatest spiritual authority because of the spiritual world is well aware about true parents. There cannot be anything above true parents' word. The principle and true parents' words are the greatest, most precious truths. Therefore, only when we are intoxicated with the true parents' word can heaven relate to and walk in a person's heart. Continue. However, people with a higher level of heart than you will not come into your eyes. We can know this through experience. Once people with a higher level of heart see someone lower, they feel it immediately. It is like a 10-volt bulb being overpowered by a 50-volt bulb. A 10-volt bulb's identity is revealed before a 50-volt bulb at once. The heart is like light. And if the level of the heart is high, you can see the spirit of the juniors who are growing. You should practice this. If you pretend to see someone, you should have a conversation by your feelings and check if you were right or not. Principal study is to have a premonition in advance. Listen to them talk and know whether I knew or not. To read and study a book is to play around in the world of ideas. And to study in the world of the heart is to feel in life. And you must always have a heart of love and compassion in order to know about that person. If we do that, our pastors can always have a sprout in their hearts. Yes. Thank you, Heavenly Honey. Once people with a higher level of heart see someone lower, they feel it immediately. People will greater depending on how high the quality of love is. Then how can the quality of my, my love and heart be changed? There is no other way than to experience God's sorrowful heart. However, it is really difficult for fallen men to experience God's heart. In order for fallen men to experience God's heart, the first gate, first task you need to pass through is repentance. I must first realize how much of a sinner I am. A sinner does not know what God's heart is. They do not know God's pain, and they do not know God's sorrow. They do not know God's wishes. They do not know how much God loves them and how much he was sacrificed and worked hard for them. The ignorance of the, all ignorance is ignorance of God's heart. Therefore, Depending on the degree and quality of the fallen person's repentance, the quality of their love changes. Know that depending on the quality of my repentance, I myself change, my family changes, the nation changes, and the world changes. A person who sincerely repents and experiences being reborn, that person's quality of love changes. That's why as a fallen man, for your first step to, you know, uh, understand God's heart, you need to repent. You need to realize 
how much I am so much sinful guy and how much I really understand God loves me so much. God, how much He loved the world and all mankind so much. Yeah, today I want to finish my speech here. So please understand I'm talking about today shedding tears for God and for poor people and also talking about you know, to experience God's heart, repentance really definitely needed. Thank you very much. God bless you. And then living testimony today, I'd like to invite our John Jackson, Reverend John Jackson, uh, our sub-region four, uh, sub-regional leader. Recently, he uh, had, uh, you know, ACLC at a meeting in Dallas. And uh, really, he had a beautiful experience. You, you know, we are very much now focused on the ACLC ministers, how let them become Chanbo one member. So I think we, we can hear uh, and uh, invite our Reverend John Jackson. He's a very handsome man. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Young, for that uh, reminder that a pastor always needs to shed tears for heaven, earth, its members, its country, and oh my goodness. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, today, actually, I'd just like to share with you a little bit about what, what happened here recently in in, the, in Dallas, Texas, actually all over the country. Um, we had um, a few of our executive pastors from American Clergy Leadership Conference come to Dallas, and uh, we invited them because our true parents, true mother has been inviting the pastors to participate in Chumbo and telling them, basically encouraging, this is what I want you to do. And so uh, Chumbo is something that uh, is, you know, not, I don't know about you, but uh, even myself, you, you don't know everything. You have to do something. A lot of it has to do with you just believing in true parents' direction, understanding uh, that something needs to be done for ancestors and to be liberated in the spirit world and so forth. And you, it really, a lot of it takes a leap of faith to do it. And uh, it's, it's not just reason alone that gets you there. You know, you really have to take make a condition of faith. So we invited the pastors to come and just to have a, an open dialogue about what is Chumbo. And, and, uh, and, and our, here's our uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Mark Hernandez, and he's sharing what treasures in heaven are to our true parents and to God. And he was sharing that that's, that's you all. They don't consider treasures in heaven aren't rubies and diamonds and emeralds. The treasures in heaven are, are you, the children of God who've, who've fulfilled this, this amazing uh, condition set by our true parents. And so he, he shared a, a really wonderful test. This, these, these actually came uh, these slides that you're seeing here came because of Dr. Young, mostly. Uh, he actually instructed some people who have been working on this for years now uh, to help us, which is a, a Dr. Kittle. And, uh, uh, and Dr. Kittle actually helped with some other content, and Dr. Young actually provided some of the slides that we shared as well. So really, thank you so much for that, Dr. Young. They helped incredibly. But Dr. Hernandez was able to share in the morning, uh, on Thursday morning, with the pastors. We had Dr. Abernathy here. We had uh, Dr. Edwards here. We had Dr. Uh, Luan Rouse here, the co-chair of ACLC. 
and 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 we had Dr. Reverend Randy Francis here and Reverend uh, Tengan here from California, and then online. Slide and not moving. Oh yes. Well, and online we had a lot of other things too. We had a lot of other brothers and sisters. Uh, all the co uh, the coordinators from uh, all the sub regions were here, and we had Reverend Quarles and other people online. Uh, a ton, a ton of pastors. Pat, Patrick Kidwell was here, and, and uh, Reverend Sykes was there as well. So we this was we took them out to dinner to a really nice steakhouse because that's what we do in Texas. Just to let you know, uh, this is Dr. Edwards. We had a wonderful time with Dr. Edwards. That was my wife Husai. And but at the at the workshop itself, I just want to share with you, it was so important. Because not only were we able to share the inner, the, the spirit and the heart and the soul of liberating ancestors, why it's necessary and what happens, and, and then blessing our ancestors, that, you know, this is really the first time we've ever had an open dialogue with our clergy. These are not just anybody. These are the, these are the people who've been attending our true parents for, you know, 20, 30, 40 years in some cases. And so they've been with walking this path with true parents before the existence of ACLC in many cases. So uh, these brothers and sisters, these men and women are really devoted to God and true parents. But this conversation was something that was really necessary. We need to learn from them also that, that they can share and help us with scriptures and things of that sort. So that's why we had this workshop. And it was such an awesome thing uh, because what, what happened here is... We brought in young people afterwards, after the talks, and we brought in these uh, Janelle Fleischman, uh, helped each one of the clergy who showed up in Dallas. I want to report to you today something really awesome. Dr. Mark Abernathy uh, came to Dallas to, to learn, and also he wanted, he was, we encouraged him because we had accounts set up for each clergy who, who came, and then some others too. Uh, the account set up for the Blessing Registry. And while we were in Dallas, one of our determinations was to help each one of the pastors walk through uh, the blessing registry so that they all knew how to register blessed couples who've done the 43-day condition. And so our the president of CARP, Geno Fleischman, and Yumi there, Sweena and, and Isaac, helped, and, and then also uh, Youngsoon, helped each one of our pastors to import their data into the, into the blessing registry. At the end of the day, this is what we had at the end of the day. Dr. Dr. Abernathy had 77 couples registered that had fulfilled the 43-day condition. That's an incredible achievement. On top of, oh, he has over 3,000 couples that he's blessed, but 77 of them he registered as Chumbo clergy, as, 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 as uh, 43 couples who've been blessed and have fulfilled the 43-day condition. And then also his daughter has 43 couples who have done the 43-day condition. So two generations in the Abernathy family have fulfilled this condition. Oh, my God. I'm so excited about this. I've never, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's the first, Dr. Abernathy, if you're listening. You are my hero, okay? And, and also... Uh, uh, the Edwards couple, uh, you know, uh, Tanya would have uh, easily 
accomplish that. She's already done it. Jesse and Tanya, uh, Bishop Edwards and Dr. Edwards have been telling me for years, we've blessed these people, Reverend Jackson. They just needed a little help to get it down and registered. And now when she walked out the door, she had over 30 couples registered. And she said she had the other 13 stuck in a laptop, which was locked in her car at another airport. But she said she'd have it done today. And then also Dr. Rouse, He's, he also registered over 30, uh, 30 couples as well. And, and he said, this, we ha- I, have, I, I think he said, I have like 19 more, so we got it. So four, four pastors, four pastors were able to log in their data, get it all in, and learn how to do it so that they don't need anybody to hold their hands. They can share it with other clergy that they're blessing. And it's just so exciting to see this ball rolling. Pastors who were online were so excited. I could see them talking and about how they're going to do it, what they're going to do. And guys, brothers and sisters, this is what Father told us. Father told us many times that these clergy are our elder brothers. Our Christian clergy are the elder brothers, of, uh, and we are the younger brothers. And to make this offering, I really felt it was so important that we support and attend and, and lift these brothers and sisters up who've been attending our two parents and who bring so much joy to father and mother. I saw that happen when Dr. Abernathy and his wife Edna stood before two mother, and they were the first clergy in the United States to fulfill the 430 couples blessing. Mother was filled with so much joy that day. And I can tell you with assurance that when, when Dr. Abernathy shows up there with his daughter, who's also fulfilled the 43 couples that true parents have been talking about, and that condition of 43 days, that you know, the 40-day and the three-day condition, and she's fulfilled that condition. She's such a filial daughter to her father that his whole family is working for the blessing. It's such an exciting thing. And I know this is going to bring two parents so much joy. So I want to finish with this. We as younger brothers, just as Abel should have loved his brother and not been arrogant, lifted his brother up and helped him to make his offering. That's what we're doing all over the nation. We're learning how to support these men and women who've been attending two parents, lift them up, raise them up and help them, support them, attend them so that they can make this beautiful offering to God and true parents that your mother's been talking about. So I want to thank you, everybody. I just feel full of joy to to share with you today. John, John, uh, one Mm. more time. I think uh, they need to uh, participate in ancestral liberation and blessing ceremony. How are they going to do? Well, here's, here's exactly what happened. At the end of the day, we all sat down. And, and Dr. Edwards told me, I think, Reverend Jackson, I'm going to attend Las Vegas and New York. Is that okay? And then Dr. Al said, yeah, I think that's the right thing to do. So they're going to attend Las Vegas and New York, not just one. They want to attend both East and West. So not, so they want to be represented there at, at, at the program. They want, to, they want to attend. And I know that there are many others that want to do the same thing that were online as well. So it's really a beautiful and exciting day, brothers and sisters. Wow. They they didn't just learn pretty stuff. We told them about, you know, the first seven generations is 700 to an offering and the conditions. They understand what needs to be done, Mm -hmm. you know. And and, and I I remember I was talking with Dr. Edwards. We were sitting around the the table and she said to me, well, I guess it's just, you know, you you don't understand. You won't understand everything, do you? It really is an act of faith. And I said, yeah, Mm -hmm. I guess it boils down to this, Tanya. Who do you believe true parents are? 
And if they've asked us to do it, then I guess we need to do it, don't we? She said, mm. yes, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, Dr. Young. Thank you, Thank Dr. you brothers and sisters, for your prayer Jackson. and your condition that you've yeah. been laying for these members now, all this time. Uh, now in Clifton Church, also centering on centering on our Dr. Aguilar. We are already uh, listed down, I think, more than 13 ACLC uh, uh, ministers who completed three-day ceremony and 40-day separation there. We are going to give you the education how to become Chanbo One member. So now I think all the entire American region now, not just only 43-day condition, you know, the 43-day uh, condition is a kind of the growth stage and the completion stage is to become Chanbo One member. That's Thank right. you, John. You are as the vice chairman of the ACLC. You are working very hard. I really appreciate your hard work. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Young.